It's 2pm in London. It's 4pm in Helsinki. It's 7.30pm in Calcutta. And it's 3pm in Fez. Well, it was more Titanic than Mary Rose with last week's show. But with some new equipment and help from super producer Martina, we are up and running again. Talking of running, we are going to double down on your ultimate running tips today. I'm not alone, Martin is in charge of the emails, Numnuts is all over the coffees, and Lily is looking at herself in the mirror, about to make a smoothie. Okay, let's do it. On your marks, get set, go. It's all about your ultimate running tips. You know the email, darren.radioillumini at gmail.com, or you can get in touch via the Radio Illumini Facebook page.
Franz Ferdinand and Take Me Out. Well, guys, we are back with a bang this week after last week's studio malfunction. Yes, super producer Martina got her box of tricks out and now it's down to gob on a stick, i.e. me, to do the rest. Of course, I can't do it all myself. My team are here willing and able. Lily and Numnuts are fighting over the kitchen space and Martin is complaining that he's got a migraine. To anyone else, it's a headache. Couple of tablets, job done. Not Martin, he wants to lay down for a week, get everyone's sympathy, and so it goes on and on and on. Enough about my bugbears. How are you doing with your running? How many gels do you take on a half marathon? Do you incorporate any HIT workouts in your training? Do you have children that run? And what is the best way to get kids into running? Email darren.radioillumini at gmail.com So, Manchester City are hiring a super barrister to get them out of trouble. And if it goes to trial, the barrister will earn 80000 a month, are you thinking? Are you thinking a month? A week? Are you thinking a week? No, a day. Yes, the super barrister could earn £80,000 a day. So, as a little side feature, please email in darren.radioillumini at gmail.com and email with I can't believe they earn that. Also, I want emails regarding what you have for supper. Here are some other bits and pieces that have caught my eye this week. Chocolate and roast chicken are the foods vegans pine for most, according to a survey. Bacon sarnies, cheese toasties, a full fry-up and toast with real butter also made the list, along with burgers, ice cream, kebabs and garlic bread. And 20% of vegans simply miss a cup of tea with real milk. 66% of those polled have tried a vegan diet and 23% plan to this year. However, nine months is the average length of time people stuck to a plant-based grub with cravings for favourite foods. The top reason for giving up Nomo found. A prized Cheltenham Festival horse racing trophy has been pinched from a silversmith's by thieves. Raiders took the grand annual Steeplechase Cup from Camelot Silverware in Sheffield where it was being cleaned. Trainer Ben Pauling, who it last year with his horse Global Citizen, said it's devastating news. It was in my office not long ago. Police have appeared for information about the theft at 10 past 6 on February the 2nd. (laughs) 
kids become more tech-savvy than their parents by the age of 12, a study found. More than 7 in 10 parents say children use terms they don't understand. Digital safety topped the poll of skills where parents feel most ill-equipped to help their children, according to the research by Vodafone. Nikki Lyons of Vodafone said when it comes to tech, any parent or carer knows what it's like to feel your kids know more than you. The earliest known recipe for crisps has been discovered in a cookbook printed in 1817. Experts spotted the step-by-step -step guide in a first edition of the Cook's Oracle, which is set to sell for £600. It was written by William Kitchener, a celebrity chef of his day, and is now rare despite being a bestseller in the UK and the US. His recipe number 104 details how to make potatoes fried in slices, beginning with peeling large spuds before cutting them thickly. They are then coated in flour, fried in lard or dripping, and sprinkled with a very little salt. The book, which also includes 11 recipes for ketchup, is set to be sold by a private collector through London-based forum auctions. Spokesman Justin Phillips said the present work contains one of the earliest recipes for what we now know as crisps. Perhaps it could even be the genesis of the crisp, a British institution. Crisps were first made commercial by the Mike Sell Potato Chip Company in America in 1910. Smith's Crisps, which was founded in London in 1920, added seasoning and flavoured crisps appeared in the 1950s. Brits now eat 6 billion packets a year. Marriage or cohabiting cuts your risk of type 2 diabetes, a study shows. Researchers found couples have lower blood sugar levels whatever the state of their relationship. They tracked 3,300 people in England aged 50 to 89 for nine years from 2004. Three quarters were married or cohabiting. They had 0.21% lower blood sugar than singles, meaning they were less likely to develop diabetes. Those without a partner had more chance. Catherine Ford of Luxembourg University said singles people should get support to reduce risk. The study published in BMJ Open Diabetes Research and Care said marital or cohabiting relationships were inversely related to blood sugar levels regardless of spousal support or strain. Golf is good for your heart, experts say. Regular rounds could keep your health above par by slashing blood pressure and sugar levels. Playing 18 holes when older was better for fitness than just walking, researchers found. 
Study author Julia Kettina said despite golf's lower exercise intensity, the longer duration and higher energy expenditure appeared to have a more positive effect. The University of Eastern Finland study compared over 65's health after either 18 holes of golf, 3.7 mile walk or Nordic walking using walking poles to stroll. Golf lasted nearly four times as long and burned 1,377 calories compared to 494 on the walk. Brits played nearly 25 million rounds of golf last year. Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline is the most popular karaoke tune with Brits, a poll reveals. The 1969 classic became a hit with England football fans during the run to the Euro 2020 final. It edged out Queen's We Will Rock You and Abba's Dancing Queen for top spot. The research showed that 46% of Brits sing karaoke at least once a month, with 36% saying they grab the mic while on holiday. The study by Butlins coincides with the launch of the Masked Singer live shows at its resorts this month. A spokesman said Brits love a sing-along and we can't wait to see the audience belting out their favourite tunes. Cheeky roadworks signs written with a regional twang have been pinched. Officials said they hoped the localised notices would cheer Hull locals caught in delays. One sign read... You're jerking me rude works, but they have all been nicked before work began. Daniel Roach, director of the company behind the signs, said it's a shame. We created these to brighten up people's days, but they were just too enticing for thieves. We would like the thieves to put them back. I'm not sure we can keep making more if this is going to happen.
Jer and Believe, Sarah from Colchester. My goal this year is to run my first half marathon barefoot. I am running with Vibram for three years now and it changed a lot for me. Mark from Colorado. I started running last summer when a friend convinced me to sign up for a bureau race. I only had five weeks to prepare for a seven mile race in the mountains and I came in dead last. But I've continued to run and I'm preparing for my first 10k later this month. My goal is to run that bureau race again this summer and not come in last. Gareth from Ely. I would never have got into running without the NHS Couch to 5K plan. Being in my 60s when starting out, I used to find it hard to run for one minute. Peter from Woodbridge started with Couch to 5K in lockdown, aged 67. Brilliant! Still consider myself as a beginner. Running slow is great advice as I'm now doing that after a calf injury. Great show, Darren! Never mind, I'll find 
since day Nothing compares, no worries or cares Regrets and mistakes, their memories made Who would have known how bittersweet this Vibrations to help heal nations. The Hand of God Matchball was set to sell last night for more than 1.4 million. Tunisian ref Ali Ben Nazar, 78, hopes to make a fortune off his bungle at the 1986 World Cup. He failed to spot Argentina's Diego Maradona handle the ball into the net in his side's 2-1 quarter-final win over England. The diminutive footballing genius said it was scored a little with the head of Maradona and a little with the hand of God. The deflated ball was being sold on a US auction website. The prison where 1979 movie Porridge was filmed has opened a cafe named Fletcher's in HMP Chelmsford, Essex. Pretty Woman has been voted the most romantic movie ever. The 1990 flick in which an escort played by Julia Roberts falls in love with a businessman portrayed by Richard Gere was named the most romantic film. The 1987 classic Dirty Dancing came second, while Titanic starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet came third. Christmas Cuddle Fest Love Actually also made the top ten. A spokesman for Showcase Cinemas said romantic films are always a huge hit on the big screen.
from Bradford. Goal is to get back running. I've had problems with a cough and restricted breathing which has stopped me for the last six to seven months. So I'm hoping to be back and running soon. I'm looking to get my first marathon done this year. Keep up the great work. Steve from Felixstowe. I started running in September last year and my main goal this year is to improve my stamina and also run in the Great North Run. I did a half marathon in December and did a 1 hour 55 minute and I'd love to do a bit better with the Great North Run. Briss from Kilmarnock. I like swimming and road cycling and the triathlon looked attractive but I didn't like running. So last October I started to run to get used to it. After a month I started to love it. Now my goal for this year is a local half marathon and a short distance triathlon. Both would be first times for me. We were good, we were gold, kind of dream that can't be sold. We were right, till we weren't, built a home and watched it burn. Things you don't understand I can take myself down 
from Eversham. Thanks for this show. It makes complete sense. I'm 62 and a brand new runner. I'm still at the walk one minute, then run one minute phase, but I suppose you all started there. I'm fairly fit from walking 5k each day. Wish me luck. Good luck, Brian. Tony from Clacton. Thanks very much. I'm a 54-year-old man and I'm in the process of replacing some bad habits with good ones. I've never really ran before, but I've now completed a couch to 5k and I found running to be a really fundamental part of my life improvement. Having said that, I'm still rubbish at it and I'm finding the help and advice from your show invaluable. Well, thanks for that, Tony.
Michelin star TV chef Tom Kerridge is selling a ready-made pie for £60. The West Country-born cook 49 is flogging a family saffron fish pie which serves four people at £15 a portion. The pie made of salmon, haddock and leek is served with a blanket of fluffy mash. It is sold via meal kit delivery site Dispatch, which offers dishes from top chefs and restaurants. The fish pie supper is offered by the Coach Carriages Michelin Star Pub in Marlow, Buckinghamshire. But anyone who buys the dish would have to heat it through at home. The site's description reads, This pie embraces beautiful British produce and is truly decadent. The future of TV's Top Gear after Andrew Flintoff's devastating crash is to be decided imminently. All filming on the hit show has been suspended indefinitely since the accident which left the star badly injured. BBC bosses are expected to receive the results of an internal health and safety investigation within days. Fans of the show have been waiting with bated breath to learn if the findings will allow bosses to restart filming. The former England cricket ace 45 was airlifted to hospital with severe facial injuries and broken ribs following the horror smash two months ago. His open-topped car flipped over and slid along the track. Flintoff was behind the wheel with a crew member in the passenger seat. BBC Studios' health and safety team, separate from the Top Gear production, launched the investigation with independent external experts. A BBC source told The Sun yesterday the report is imminent. Only when it's finished and examined will a decision be made on whether Top Gear filming can restart. The show's future depends on what the report says. It's as simple as that. Injuries to Flintoff and his colleagues were more severe because their motor did not have a roof, though they were wearing helmets which potentially saved their lives. Production insiders said studio officials wanted to give the star time to recover from the crash. The source said the accident at Dunsfield Aerodrome near Cranley, Surrey, was a shock for everyone involved and very serious. The BBC has previously stated all health and safety procedures were followed. Flintoff, known as Freddy, presents Top Gear with Paddy McGuinness and Chris Harris. Come on and let it show 
to help heal nations. Hello guys, let's move on to have a chat about some at-home strength stuff. You can do three really simple exercises. Some squats, some calf raises and balancing on one leg. Standing on one leg. Really like building these into my routine because I can do them throughout the day. Maybe you've got a standing desk. Maybe while you're cooking in the kitchen or while you're brushing your teeth. All things you can do super easy. Work on your form as you get them done. It's really going to help out your running by doing this strength work without really noticing it. Everything that 
is true. Everything I do. I would like to dedicate this next song to my landlord Andrew, who I think is a complete and utter.
guys, that's it for this week. Thanks for joining. This has been an action-packed show. I'm now off to hand in some important paperwork, try and find a home, have a swim and a sauna, and generally just try and stay out of trouble. Keep running, keep fit, be good, and we'll see you next week, hopefully. Ta-ra!